Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good morning and welcome to Score Values on 670 The Score. I'm Alex Kuhn. Today we're going to discuss an organization known as the National Alliance on Mental Illness. They have a Chicagoland area branch that is around to support those experiencing mental health crises by providing services needed to support wellness in our community. From lending a listening ear to a concerned family member to working with individuals long-term connecting to resources for legal and housing assistance, And they have a helpline that is the heartbeat of the work that they do, serving the community seven days a week and connecting individuals, families, and providers with the right resources for mental health support. Also, I tell you about a chance for you to get out to the Southport Corridor for a festival featuring live music, live wrestling, and oh yeah, delicious tacos. A $10 donation is recommended, and I'll let you know who that donation will be going to and what the organization Friends of Lakeview will be doing to help the community for which the festival is taking place. Each year, one in five U.S. adults experience mental illness. And 17% of youth ages 6 to 17 experience a mental health disorder. I joined NAMI because I have two sons that live with a mental illness and I didn't want any other families to feel alone like I did. At NAMI, the first thing we want anyone to know is you are not alone in your mental health journey. I just really want to talk about so so people know that, that you don't have to go through it alone. NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, is the nation's largest grassroots mental health organization dedicated to building better lives for the millions of Americans affected by mental illness. We started as two moms gathered around a kitchen table in 1979. And today, we are an alliance of more than 600 local affiliates and 48 state organizations who work in your community to raise awareness, build advocacy, and provide support and education. NAMI envisions a world where all people affected by mental illness live healthy, fulfilling lives supported by a community that cares. Every year we are expanding, no matter race, religion, age, or sexual identity. We are people with lived experience, families and loved ones, survivors and advocates. And together, 
We will fight the stigma surrounding mental health and create a better world for the sake of all of us. We have resources for you and can't wait to become an extension of your family. We are here for a healthier world. We are here for better mental health. We are here for each other. Join us. We now welcome to the show Alexa James, the CEO of NAMI Chicago. Alexa, how are you doing this morning? I'm great, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Well, we're delighted to have you. So tell us a little bit about what you all do at NAMI Chicago. Great. Uh, NAMI Chicago is a mental health advocacy organization, but we really do more than just advocate in the traditional way. We help connect people to care. We stay with them through their journey as they try to negotiate a really complex mental health system where we're all impacted, right? I mean, we all have something going on at some times, and sometimes it's more serious than others. We work a lot with other stakeholders in the space and coalition build to think about how can we create a system that's more accessible, more fair, more based in equity. Um, and one of our biggest programs that we run is a helpline where folks can call seven days a week, um, questions about mental health, maybe some coaching they may need to support their teenager who's struggling or resources directly for themselves. And we loop them in with resources and then we make sure that um, they're connected to them and really try to cut through any of the issues that would make seeking services um, more easy, you know, like less frustrating. What we find is that sometimes accessing treatment is really traumatizing and frustrating. And so we exist to try to eliminate that that feeling of trauma and frustration in seeking services. Yeah, you, you mentioned it a little bit. Coming off of a, the pandemic, I feel like uh, everybody is going through something in, in their own right. And progress has been made, but still a stigma sort of persists around talking about mental health. How important is it for, for all of us to kind of keep fighting to normalize the mental health discussions? It's a beautiful way to articulate that question, and it's super accurate. Yeah, I mean, I think that when we can share a lived experience and normalize the experience that we've all had, and certainly in different and various levels the last few years of isolation and, and grief, anxiety, worry, hopelessness, all of those things. When we can do that, we can come together better as community. The challenge is that um, that doesn't in of itself change the system. The system to begin with was never properly built to support the need in which we have. It's really built um, in a kind of an antiquated way. And so a lot of the policies that are in place, the practices, even the way that mental health services are reimbursed for these amazing clinicians, it's really folk, it's really based in stigma, right? That the, the folks with mental health seem to be like kind of the throwaway of our society. And uh, we're, we're doing a lot of work to try to, to change that. So yes, more people are talking about it and that's great. But some of that collateral like um, damage is that more people are ask, asking for treatment and there's less available. And so we really need to think about what is the way that we build this system, an infrastructure that can respond to the growing needs in the way that people want to seek services. Not everybody wants to go to therapy, right? Some people want to think about how does their lifestyle play a role? What type of interesting new medications can they try? Um, what does it mean to be in community and be seen and heard? You know, how can my mom or sister or husband understand my issues more? So we also have to understand that this is not the medical model, right, when we're thinking about mental health services and recovery. This is a much more dynamic challenge that, 
yes, needs to be further normalized. And then the next level here is really looking at policies and programs that are prohibitive from people accessing what they need. Alexa James, the CEO of NAMI Chicago, joining us on Score Values this morning and kind of piggybacking off of that point. You guys acknowledge on on your website uh, that racism and racial inequalities uh, uh, kind of play a part in 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 certain things, and and you you have resources for the LBGTQ community as well. How important is it for you guys to acknowledge inequalities that certain marginalized communities face their own unique set of challenges? Yeah, well, I think we don't acknowledge that at the root of significant trauma is poverty and racism. Then we are missing the point. You know, the basic need that we all have, Alex, is we want to be seen and heard. And we want to live and operate in in a space where we feel like we have purpose and that we um, are part of community. And for many, many groups of people, for all of time, they haven't experienced that level of inclusivity. And so acknowledging that on the front end is important. And also understanding that resources are going to have to be different depending on Um, the different cultures we're working with, the different ways that people feel safe and comfortable talking about mental health outside of their homes. And thus, we have to create services. I'm I'm sorry, there are services. We have to create a road so that folks can access those. You know, it's really important when you're doing work around your own mental health to be in front of somebody who may share a similar lived experience, who understands that this is not just depression and here are the symptoms, that this is based upon years, if not decades and generations of feeling disenfranchised and what that does. We have pathologized racism. We have pathologized poverty for many, many years. And it's time to really exit that strategy and understand that we are humans, we are responding to our environment. And when our environment is thorny, and discriminatory, it will absolutely impact our mental health long term. You mentioned that people going through uh, mental health struggles sometimes feel isolated, sometimes feel as though people don't understand, even if they have a big support system, if, if folks around them aren't going through something similar, sometimes it can be difficult to understand what uh, someone's going through. What type of support do you offer for caregivers who may be mm-hmm. in that situation? Yeah, and caregivers are the medicine hiding in plain sight, we say. You know, Dr. Vivek Murthy, our U.S. Surgeon General, produced a document a few months ago saying that loneliness is the epidemic in this country, and it's very true. And you can be sitting next to somebody on a couch and still feel lonely, right? And that goes back to this idea that people aren't really well understood or listened to. The resources that we have at NAMI Chicago for caregivers are a lot of family support groups that are led by parents or um, caregivers who love somebody living with a serious mental illness. We also have education programs for parents and caregivers um, to try to help them understand the, the psychology behind the disease. I think that when we understand more, we can surrender and we can, um, because it feels so powerless. And it can be so, so, so deeply injurious to the people around the person. But but we need to show up for them and we need to understand how they will hear us. And part of that is honestly teaching active listening, empathy, 
really giving people tools and de-escalation, not even because, not to at all um, say that folks who are symptomatic are, are aggressive, but de-escalation is really about coming to a place where we can still hear each other. We're not good at that. You know, I'm a mom of two little kids. Like, I don't often listen to my kids in the way that they need to be heard. This is a skill that we really have to practice, and we do a lot of this. We can also do one-on-one coaching. Someone's listening today, and they're like, I don't know how to talk to my teenager. You know, I have a call today with a parent who's having that same situation. So we can do a lot of that coaching, and often it's easier for us because we're outside of it, um, and we can provide advice and coaching that may feel supportive to you as well. Alexa James of NAMI Chicago joining us on Score Values this morning. You mentioned that this is this is a multiple pronged approach to addressing this issue. The, what you guys do at NAMI Chicago, and part of it is policy. Uh, the, the The system wasn't, in your words, kind of set up to to tackle this hit issue head on. So you guys get involved as far as advocacy. Where do you tend to concentrate your advocacy efforts and what type of volunteers are you looking for to kind of help spread the word? Great. Thank you. Most of our um, legislative work is in the state of Illinois. Um, However, we do um, advocate or respond to legislation coming out of city council or from um, Cook County. Our legislation is really focused on prevention and um, the way that systems are built and reimbursed. So we've been working with our partners in a large coalition called Healthy um, Healthy Minds, Healthy Lives to think about are we reimbursing folks enough to even be able to grow their programs. The reimbursement rates for mental health are really pitiful, and it's no wonder that folks don't want to go into this field as much as we would like them to. We also were really excited to pass legislation called the Campus Mental Health Act, in 2019. Last year, it was appropriated uh, by Governor Pritzker. And what this legislation does is really honor the fact that a lot of young people are becoming symptomatic or developing mental health challenges when they go to school. And so how can these public universities respond with peer support, technical assistance, a commitment to enhancing their mental health footprint with clinicians, et cetera, so that young people can stay in school and thrive and not, and not see the dropout rates that we are due to mental health issues. Um, we also are, you know, doing a lot of work in the 988 space. 988 is the suicide lifeline. Um, we are participating in making sure that 988 is, is accountable, um, that folks are getting the help that they need, and that the services on the other side are available for them when they're feeling, you know, very hopeless in their mental health journey. Well, Lex, I ask this every week, and I'll ask you this uh, same question. For folks listening out there that are inspired by your your message at NAMI Chicago, how can they get involved? How can they donate? What are the ways that that uh, community members can get involved in this cause? Well, thank you for asking that. We have so many opportunities. I just talked about our advocacy work. We would love for you to sign up for advocacy alerts so that when we do need you know, an army of ambassadors to talk to legislators that um, they're getting a big push from our group, you can go to namichicago.org and get involved that way. We also have a walk coming up on October 7th. It's going to be so fun. It's a walk. It's also a basketball tournament. It's at Jackson Park. Um, and it starts at 1130, you know, young people who need to get service hours. Um, we would love for you to sign up with us to volunteer or even walk and enjoy the day. Um, and we also would love to keep running and growing. Um, and so cash donations are always very 
much appreciated. Um, we have a really significant crisis on our hands, and we are raising the flag here to say we need more bandwidth to be able to respond to the incredible need um, in this city and in this county. And so, again, NAMIChicago.org. And lastly, I'll just say, if you need any support, if you are just kind of curious about how we can help you, please trust us and give us a call. It's free. It's confidential. We're at 833-626-4244 or 833-NAMI-SHY. Um, and we're here to pick up the phone. Yeah, I was going to ask you, obviously volunteers are important, but but those struggling out there that, that need need a help, uh, you guys have that that helpline and the website as well, namichicago.org, plenty of resources there as well. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. Alexa James, the CEO of NAMI Chicago, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure. Appreciate you having me. That once again was Alexa James, the CEO of NAMI Chicago, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, the Chicago branch. Their event, NAMI Walk Chicago, is set for October 7th. If you are interested in attending, you can register at their website at namichicago.org under the events tab. Also, if you are going through mental health struggles yourself, alone, and don't know who or where to turn, you heard her mention their helpline. It's 833-626-4244. Once again, that's 833-626-4244. It is accessible to anyone, including people calling for their own needs, people who are supporting a loved one, providers who need resources for a client, and Spanish-speaking operators are available as well. It's free and confidential, and the hours of operation are 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. One last time, the number 833-626-4244, the NAMI Chicago helpline. The Southport Corridor was ringing yesterday as day one of the 10th annual Lakeview Taco Fest got underway. The event is back today, giving you one more opportunity in 2023 to enjoy Taco Fest on a beautiful day. You can enjoy two stages of live bands, tacos, and Lucha Libre Mexican wrestling. A small $10 donation is requested benefiting the Friends of Lakeview, a nonprofit organization supporting a resilient local economy and high quality of life for the benefit of businesses and residents in Chicago's Lakeview community by improving and enhancing public streets and spaces, creating memorable experiences, and promoting the neighborhood. We welcome Alyssa Lombardo, the Events and Marketing Director for Lakeview Roscoe Village Chamber of Commerce. Alyssa, good morning. Welcome to the show. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me on. Well, we're delighted to have you, and obviously we are delighted to see Lakeview Taco Fest taking place this weekend. Had an awesome day uh, yesterday on Saturday. What is in store for people who want to make their way over to the Southport Corridor for Lakeview Taco Fest today? Yeah, so I would recommend everybody getting here right when it starts. So the festival is going to go from 11 a.m. all the way from 10 p.m. But the really cool thing is that we have the music starting at 11.30 a.m., and that's the mariachi band. Um, that is always a fan favorite. They're so lively. You get to see all the live instruments, and it really sets the tone for the full day. Um, there's really no better way to spend a Sunday. So when you get here, you're going to find the festival right on Southport in between Ross go in Addison. 
and what uh, I know that you guys have two stages of, of musical acts and, and some of the vendors. And what are uh, some of the ways that people can enjoy the entertainment and, and get their their hands on some fantastic tacos? So today we have ten performances going on between two different stages. Um, not to mention the international rock stars, Modern English, are going to be here today at five. Uh, so we scored a really big band, and we hope that everybody can come and attend. Other than listening to the amazing music that we have planned, we have 13 total vendors for you to try tacos at, um, three of which are going to be found all within our neighborhood. I think Tuco and Blondie is going to be a really great option for people. Not only are they located right here on Southport, but they have a cauliflower taco too. So if you're a vegetarian, that's going to be a great option for you. And then we also have Beat Kitchen. Um, they have these vibrant blue corn tortillas that they serve their tacos with. And it's just picture perfect. You're going to love it. And then, of course, I can't not mention Tandor Char House, who is the three-time winner of Taco Fest with their Tika Masala Taco. So um, people are going to be able to come enjoy not only these three vendors, but 10 more, and also vote for their favorite tacos, too. We also have luchadors coming um, at 5 o'clock. So those Mexican wrestlers are going to be taking place in a wrestling ring right in the middle of Southport for everybody to enjoy, along with the kids' area with games and inflatables. So there's no possible way for you to be bored at Taco Fest. Now, you said the, the winner of last year, the reigning champ, Tandor Charhouse, correct? Yeah, that's right. And And folks can... When they're trying these tacos, they, they have a way to vote on the, their particular favorite? Yep, there will be QR codes all around the festival. Um, you'll be able to easily find them right in front of each of the vendors, and you'll just scan it, and you'll text in your favorite taco. And then um, today, around 4.30, we will mention the people's favorite vote. And you also mentioned the fact that, yes, uh, people can make their way out, but it's it's for everybody. There are options for kids as well. Yep. There are definitely so many options for kids. We have an entire area designated for kids with games and inflatables. There's also going to be a face painting and balloon artists. So bring the whole family. Whenever I'm walking or driving through the Southport corridor, I can't help but notice really the thriving local businesses from from shops to restaurants. How do you feel like Taco Fest is able to highlight the neighborhood, the vibrance of the neighborhood? Really, Taco Fest drives the main foundation of this neighborhood due to it being the fact of it benefiting Friends of Lakeview. So Friends of Lakeview is the organization that is hosting Taco Fest. It's made up not only by Lakeview residents, but also business owners too. So there's a really cool dynamic going on with this group. So when you arrive to the fest today, you'll be asked um, to make a $10 donation. And that money will go to things like the low-line farmer's market that we have every Tuesday, the public art that you see enhancing the neighborhood as you're walking around trick-or-treat on Southport which is going on in October for everybody to enjoy these are free events they're um, accessible for everybody and the only reason they are so accessible is because of a festival like Taco Fest where we're able to benefit 
the Friends of Lakeview. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the Friends of Lakeview. You mentioned their $10 donation. You also mentioned some of the, the, the ways that the money goes to helping out the community. What type of, of, of things do the Friends of Lakeview do to benefit the community at large? So our main goal is really supporting the area for resilient local economy and high quality life, um, not only to benefit the businesses, you know, that's the chamber's main goal, but also the residents. So we're super focused on improving and enhancing the public streets, spaces, and creating memorable experiences like Taco Fest or like the Low Line or, you know, like Trick or Treat on Southport. So we want to make sure that everybody in the neighborhood is able to experience these opportunities. And if you're not in the neighborhood, you're more than welcome to make your way over here and join us too. What has the, the, the response been from the community and the businesses over the years to this event? I think it's so well received. Um, This is something that people look forward to every single year. This is our 10th year doing Taco Fest. So, you know, we're doing something right if we can continue for 10 years um, and, you know, coming more in the future. So the businesses get really excited about it because obviously they're bringing people into the Southport corridor. More people are being able to view their storefronts. And then the community loves it, too. You know, like we just discussed, there's plenty of things to do for this weekend. Um, And it's also super accessible. So like I said, if you don't live in Lakeview, we still want to get you over here. You can go ahead and get on that brown line right to Southport Station, and it'll take you in the middle of the festival footprint. Okay, one other thing that you mentioned, um, wrestling at 5. Did I hear that right? Oh, yeah, you did. Uh, The Luchador wrestlers will be here at 5 o'clock today. Um, It is such a fun time. Honestly, that's maybe one of my favorite parts of the festival. There's such a large crowd that gathers around, and uh, the wrestlers are so great at pumping everybody up and creating so much energy in that area. You get to cheer for your favorite wrestler. You get to watch some body slams. I mean, they go from the top of the ring to just jumping on each other. It's actually insane, but you can't look away. No, you cannot. Alyssa Lombardo, the events and marketing director of the Lakeview Roscoe Village Chamber of Commerce, here with us on Score Values as Taco Fest, uh, Lakeview Taco Fest takes place this weekend with your chance to get out there today. Anything else that you would want to let people, prospective people that may want to come to the festival today know? You mentioned possibly transportation, obviously, when we talk about the city of Chicago, uh, public transportation is, is always something that uh that is recommended but any any other advice to people coming out to the festival uh the only other advice that i have is to just make sure that you keep our community in mind and um i want to thank you from the friends of lakeview perspective and the chamber perspective for giving this chance um you know to be on air with you and to uh give give the community a little bit more love and to tell everybody to come on out today to support yeah, I was going to say, for, for anybody who lives in the neighborhood, is there a way to kind of keep track of, of the, some of the initiatives of Friends of Lakeview or get involved in the community if, if they feel like this, this event kind of inspires them to, to, to get involved? Yeah, there's always so much information on our website, which is what I will direct you towards. It's lakeviewroscovillage.org. Um, you can find out information about Taco Fest on there, and then you'll also be able to learn more about Friends of Lakeview through that website as well. 
Alyssa Lombardo, the events and marketing director of the Lakeview Roscoe Village Chamber of Commerce, joining us on Score Values. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you, Alex. Great stuff there from Alyssa. So there you have it. A heck of a way to spend a beautiful Sunday afternoon. The musical acts once again are loaded to go along with the over one dozen food vendors. On the North Stage, School of Rock Andersonville will get things kicked off at 11.15, followed by the 77 Solution at 1 o'clock. At 2.30, Caliente takes the stage, followed by Hello Weekend at 5. And the nightcap at 7.30, 16 Candles will be on stage. On the South Stage, Mariachi Los Palmeros at 11.30, Pino Farina Band at 1 o'clock, Pop at 3 o'clock, at 5 o'clock, Modern English takes the stage. And at 7 o'clock, Dancing Queen and Abba Salute Band will be performing. That's going to do it for another edition of Score Values. I want to thank Alexa James, the CEO of NAMI Chicago, the National Alliance on Mental Illness, for joining us this morning. NAMICHicago.org is their website and their seven-day-a-week free helpline for anyone struggling with mental illness is 833 833- 626-4244. I also want to thank Alyssa Lombardo, who joined us to preview the 10th annual Lakeview Taco Fest, which is going on today. Your last chance to get out there to Taco Fest in 2023 is today to enjoy live bands, delicious tacos, and yes, Lucha Libre Mexican wrestling. Gates will open up at 11 a.m. and the fest will go till 10 p.m. If there's a topic you'd like to hear about on a future edition of our show, or if you'd like to share information about an upcoming charitable event, simply send us an email at scorevalues670 at gmail.com. That's scorevalues670 at gmail.com. I'm Alex Kuhn, and thanks again for listening to this week's edition of Score Values on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.